It was totally Mamma Mia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come on. Good morning. Welcome to church. Uh, please silence the cell phones. And no food and drinks on this side. Bathroom is out that door to the left. It is a fellowship, so when the mic comes around, it's a good distance, you know, for maximum quality. And, uh, yes, and thank you so much. Take it away, Jesse. My mic is fine? How you know? I can hear it. You hear it now? Oh, yeah, I can hear it now. <laughs> you can hear it right there? No, I hear it. But it's all in the studio? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are those the words to the song? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. No. But <laughs> cool. Is it cold in Detroit? Freezing. We, but this is the last weekend uh, after after today. Basically, we'll be back up to the thirties. Oh, okay. But seriously, <laughs> the last couple of weeks we've been at zero. Uh, that's all freezing. Zero, yeah. zero, seriously, zero. Wow. Yeah. Lots of snow. We got a couple of a little bit. Oh, uh, you got rid of your wife, right? Not completely. Oh, why not completely? Working out just the way God wants. Nice. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. Good, man. Enduring and it's all working out. Right on. That's cool. The, uh, the mediator, I, I did file for divorce. And we did speech for a woman mediator. And the woman asked me if my wife was crazy. And I said, well, I can't. I can't testify whether she is or not, but, you know. But she's not saying. Well, she won't forgive her father and mother. I know, that's horrible. It's too bad people hold Okay. It's too bad people hold on to anger like that. The one thing that they, that would just change everything in their life for good. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line on the YouTube channel there. And hate will pass them on your questions and comments, and we can get to them. One thing I want to tell you in advance, we are going to start on time and end on time today. The most important person in the whole company warned me today, and that is the engineer. <laughs> He's like, you can't go over, all right? So we're going to end no later than 1240. 1240, right? 
1245? 1240. 1240. All right, so whatever your questions or comments are, you need to get them in, all right? We have another pleasant, amazing surprise that we started out with this morning. So if you missed it a couple weeks ago, call up your, your mama, your daddy, your friends, your enemies to tell them to tune in right now. We have another amazing song from Lee J. Come on up, Lee J. Amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Excuse me. I do want to tell you that when you came in with your guitar this morning, yeah. all of a sudden Nick went and got his. Oh, really? And, and brought it out like, don't, don't hurt my guitar. He, <laughs> did you know he played guitar? Yeah. Yeah. The anchor baby. He lets us use his, um, this is his guitar stand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, thanks, Nick. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Um, so uh, this song is called uh, I've Been Looking for God. And it's just, uh, I've lived in a few different cities in my life. And I've been to a few different churches. I'm sure we all have. And I just think it's so interesting the different ways that we look for God and we look for love. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Oh, yes. And the lyrics are on the chair. I've been looking for God in a book for God Cause God only knows I feel misunderstood I've been looking for God in a church Always looking for God Cause God only knows how much it hurts you
Produce it and sing it and play it and everything? Um, and I, print it out for us. I print I did print it out. Wow. Yeah. So, and so you do everything? Um, I, I, I like to produce, but I also love working with other producers and other musicians, other songwriters. Very, very nice. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, how can people how can people get your music? Or oh, hear your songs or whatever. It's out online on Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube. Oh, okay. You guys leave it there, Nick, if you want to until after. Okay. Amazing. Nice, huh? So, what we got to do today is deal with the old biblical question first, the one from last week. Anybody know what last week biblical question? Was wow, so nobody know what it was. You don't know what it was. I know I didn't have it here Sunday, but I announced it Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Yes, right here first. Yeah, uh, wasn't it? Um, what is that? place inside yourself that feels no pain or something like is that? Is it on it? I mean, uh... Something like that. Oh, okay. it was something like, uh, a, a, what is the place inside of yourself that doesn't feel pain or that feels... Yes. Something like that. There is a secret place right. inside of yourself that doesn't feel pain, heartaches, loneliness, Fear, doubt, worry, insecurity. It, it, it never feels up or down. It never feels anything. Where is that place? <laughs> Anybody want to tell me? Because all of you are working on yourself, right? You're all working on yourself. So, who want, you want you had your hand in it? Okay. Um, it's, a, it's right here, right now. It's a place where there's no expectations. Right here, right now, a place where no, there's no expectation. Okay? Yes, sir. I 
believe that place is um, inside your heart. Um, I guess the heaven that's inside of you, if you're born again, of course, if you've gotten rid of all anger, um, it'll be the heaven that's inside of you. Okay. And hate want to respond to it. You've been working on yourself, right? Okay. Yes, Hank. Um, Hank, a little homegrown Christian. (laughs) (laughs) This is my third try answering this question. Um, And it's not like a guessing question. You don't get a grade for it. It's just to encourage you to know thyself, really. And so there's no wrong or right answer. Well, that's the right answer, but don't worry about the wrong answers. All right. I don't know if there's a place in my body that it's that it is. I suppose I've heard people say, "Oh, the 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 gut or whatever." The what? The gut. The so gut. The sole of your belly or whatever. People oh, okay. say that. People say that, and I, okay. that kind of makes sense. But I do think that it's. Like what Nick said, it's in the when you're present and not um, thinking or worrying. When you're present, not thinking or worrying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yes, sir. Mister well, Detroit. I would. I would truly. Th- I would think just like, uh, and, and I know we say not to. Com- compared to someone else, but just like the spot where you're present, where you're not thinking about yesterday, not thinking about tomorrow, and basically not thinking at all, you know, doubting all your thoughts, and uh, just being present. That's the spot. Okay. Um, There are two more people that are dying to respond, (laughs) which is Alexis right here and right here. I can see it all in your face. Right. <laughs> oh, were you aware of the biblical question? Yeah, I just oh, okay. couldn't really word it. Okay. To you. So where is that place where there's no pain, nothing but no pain, period? Either false pain or real pain or whatever pain. I feel like it's, um, it's like they're saying the present. I feel like it's when God reveals it to you. It's a secret until, like... Speak into it's the a mic. secret until Speak from your chest. <clears throat> it's a secret until I don't know. <laughs> like I feel like it's a secret until you're there with God and God can reveal it to you. Oh, okay. It's a secret until you're with God and He will reveal yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. I think that place is. Um, I think. That it is when we're in the present and um, doubting every thought. I believe it's very simple, and I believe the path to it is through forgiveness, your parents, and silent prayer, but it isn't easy. It's simple, but it isn't easy. Okay. Amazing. Yes, Frankie. And then right here, he's nervously waiting to answer. His leg going 90 miles an hour. <laughs> yes, Ricky. Uh, where is that place? Yes, where is that place? I believe that place is in the soul. I believe the soul is in the belly. 
And uh, I believe uh, when you can get that place is where God is at in the present. It's not where God is at, it's where God is. That too, where black people say where he's at. <laughs> oh, okay. That's where God is at, so I'm black right now. And so that's where God's located. Yeah. That's present. where that place is. Yes. In the, in the belly. In the soul. In, in, the, in the soul, in the belly? In the soul, in the, the I'm guessing, I'm pretty you, sure. You're guessing? That the soul is right here. Right here? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a heart burn, buddy. <laughs> yes. No, right here. I believe it's uh, within, in the heart, in the gut. But to understand it, it must be in the conscious. You're conscious to just realize that you're in the present, as Nick said. Be in the present, but... But be conscious, you know, have your conscience very alert on that. Oh, okay. So, Amazing. Did you want to respond to it? Sure. Is this your first time here? Yes, sir. Oh, what's your name? Matthew Peterson. Your name is Matthew Peterson? Yep. You, so my, you my brother? Yes. I <laughs> 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 brought you a gift. Like, this is my, you know, this is talk about the great Speaking of Mike. I actually oh, okay. brought a gift for you, um... Mr. Peterson's for the great white, from the Great White Hope. From the Great White Hope. Yeah. Amazing. All right, give it to me after after the oh, meeting. Yeah. Thank you. Um, for your question, I think. Um, Where's that place? In an unbeliever's hardened heart, they don't feel they don't feel any pain or nothing. They're just living life numb. And I, I think like all these other places you guys are talking about, I think. You, that's where you do feel it, because that's where God is. So, even if you're in the present, you can still feel feel things. You can feel things. Yeah. Oh, okay. How did you hear about us? I saw you on YouTube a couple of weeks ago, and I listened to you, and I couldn't believe I couldn't believe my my ears. It's like you're just speaking truth, and I agree with everything you said so far of all the videos oh, okay. I've watched. Well, thanks for coming. Yep. Yes, sir. You had your hand, right? Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Um, I think now I've changed it because I was saying the guts and the soul and the belly. You were saying what? It's in the soul and in the belly and, in the, and all that. And I do still agree with that. But now I think in all actuality, it's all, it's all of us. It's, it's um, the, the real us doesn't feel any of that. It's just the not us that we've identified with. So it's not a particular place. It's our entire being. Okay. And why do you think that? Because I don't think it's necessarily just designated in one spot. I think our entire essence, our whole spirit, everything was made pure in that way. We've just been, you know, uh, believing the other us, the other stuff. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. Um, Where is that place? I agree with uh, Bill from Detroit and Nick from here. Uh, in the present. Uh, because if you live in the past or you live in the pre- future, you're in a torturous place. And unfortunately, right now, I'm living in the future. 
<laughs> in your mind, huh? Yeah, it's like. Are you I, doing a prayer? I, I did start it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, did, I decided to do it for only seven minutes in the morning and seven minutes in the evening. Oh, okay. uh, the first time I did it, um, I mean, I wasn't having any devilish thoughts, but I, I definitely had restless sleep. Right, you know, so I set my timer on the cell phone for seven minutes, and boom, when it, the countdown time goes, boom, I'm done. Right, because, <laughs> and I listened to the video, your silent prayer video, like, quite a few times, you know. You know, I was like, oh, how do I digest it for a guy that, you know, that likes to intellectualize everything. So I, 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 I did seven minutes, and I sat on a chair and put my hands up, hands, my palms up, and... You know, put my eyes in, close my eyes and put my eyes in the back of my socket. Well, stay with it, all right? Right. Stay with it. Let me just say, because of time here, let me say that it's in the present. When you're conscious, meaning you have the mindset of God, there is no pain, no worries, no heartaches, no up and down, no nothing. Nothing. It's impossible to feel the darkness when you're not of the darkness. And so when you're present, you're not of the darkness. Pain only comes in the darkness where he can convince you to stay in the, <clears throat> in the so-called past or future because it's all an illusion. It's not even real, right? And when you're in the past or an illusion, you've been turned away from the Father, from the light. And in the light, there's no pain. Christ conquered that. And the last thing the devil wants you to do is to be present with God, of God. And you're right. He keep, you said it was hard because he keep tempting you not to believe the truth. And what the truth is trying to do is catch up with us. It really is trying to catch up with us. That's why God said, be still and know him. Stop everything. Give up Hoover and Holland Give up reading, thinking that you're going to find him. Nothing wrong with reading, but don't hold on to it. Give up looking on the outside, period. Everything that we really are and want and need and everything is already in us, but it's in the present, it's in consciousness. And, th and that's why the best time of my whole life since I've been on earth is now. Waking up and understanding and seeing things. I'm having a whole nanny of a time over, overcoming and understanding and being still. If you really want to have the time of your life, start working on your life. Really, it's going to blow your mind. But you got to be committed to working on your life. You just can't go down to the front of the church and accept Jesus, read the Bible, and quote the Bible, it ain't going to do it. And what's going to happen in consciousness, and I've said this before, all of your ideas, all of your plans, everything you think you are will disappear because it's all an illusion. Just think about this. You don't know what you want. <clears throat> you have no idea what you want. You don't even know what to pray for. I want you to think about some of the dumb prayers you've had. It was all selfish. It was all ego. It was all about me or somebody else. 
and praying for somebody else make you feel good about yourself. Have you noticed that? It's all ego. What a waste of time to be living in the imagination. What a waste of time not to take the time to focus on you and work on you. Everything else is a waste. Nothing comes from it, comes from it. It's just a waste of time and a waste of life. Have anybody noticed that you wasted your life? Trying to have a family. I hear people say, oh, I want to get married, have a family. Why? And then they'll pause. They're like, oh, I don't know. Because I want to be a better father. Better father than who? My father. How can you be a better father than anyone if you're not comparing yourself to anyone? In consciousness, there is no comparison. In consciousness, you just live without thought. You really want to get to a place of no thoughts. You don't want to live by thoughts. You want to live by faith. And in faith, in knowing, there, there are no thoughts. Isn't that amazing? You're having these heartaches and misery and worries and doubts and insecurities and trying to control your life and other people's life because you're living in darkness. You're not, <clears throat> you're not a whole person. You're divided. Whole people don't seek anything else because if you're whole, you have everything. Christ came that we might be whole, might be one with the Father. But if you don't get to see yourself, you don't see that you're not, you're a divided person. And that's the problem. Isn't that amazing? So, if you're conscious, there's no pain. When you're conscious, you don't even make phone calls. Really, because normally when you're unconscious, you call up people for no reason except to get an ego gratification. You'll call up somebody that you hate. And after the call, you wonder, why did I call that person? <laughs> but it's to make you you're running away from consciousness. You're running away from the very thing that's trying to catch you. And that is true. That's the love of God. He's really trying to catch up with you. But you won't let him in because you're constantly on the move. Looking for something or someone or something or something to feel something. You don't need to be feeling anything. Yes, sir. So, um, <laughs> all right, so I'm feeling pain and heartache. And I'm there. And I know the truth. I know that it's not real. Um, and sometimes it's like in an instant and I wake up and it's gone. But sometimes it's not. What am I doing wrong? Sometimes it doesn't go right away. Exactly. It, you know that you're in the thought, yeah. but you still have the pain. Good question. Um, somebody said it was hard. You said it was hard, right? Are you talking about the same thing? Like... He knows that he's in the thought, he's having the pain, but he can't come out right away. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you saying the same thing or something a little different? Something a little different. Okay. And what's that? I'm saying that the idea of, you know, doing the silent prayer, for example, it's easy to say, do the silent prayer, just be still. It's a simple concept, right. but it's easy. It, it isn't easy. It isn't easy because the moment as... You know, speaking for myself, when I do that, all of a sudden, all of these thoughts start flooding in. Right. Things that 
just random things. And, you know, practicing hitting the reset has been helpful for me, and I've gotten better, but it takes, for me, it's taken practice. So that's what I mean oh, when I, I say the concept is simple, but what, it is What easy. I want to tell you about that, the thoughts are not flooding in. The thoughts are already there. You've been living in them, and you didn't know it. And what you're doing is becoming aware that you're in those thoughts because you've been living there thinking that it was you, thinking that it was normal to live that way. And so they, you are already one with them. They're not coming in from anywhere. You're becoming aware because the light is shining on them, and you're just becoming aware of the darkness. And so sit there and watch the darkness, and don't, let, <clears throat> don't believe Saint when he says, these thoughts are flooding in, because he doesn't want you to know you've been with him all along. Mm. So he'll tell you that, but they're not flooding in from anywhere. You're just becoming aware of the darkness. Wow. So even, even though prior to that moment, I feel like I'm present and I feel like I'm, you know, connected with, with God. But then the moment I go into the silent prayer, all of these thoughts start coming in. So you're saying even prior to that, I was already <laughs> in that? Uh, Nick, Nick, that's a good question. Nick had his hand about that. Hold on to your mic. I know, okay. what, I know what you guys are saying is true because um, that they're always there. Because, like, I think about sleep and dreaming. I don't dream. I don't dream. I haven't dreamed in a long time. Right. I don't see images or remember stories from the night that I was sleeping. Speak from chess? I don't remember. I don't have those images and, like, like a dream. You know what dreams are. Right, yes. <laughs> but, um, but I know that Satan was trying to work on my mind because I wake up and right away, like, some feelings trying to creep in or something. Yeah. Or even the night before while I was falling asleep. Yeah. Unconsciousness. So I know that's true. It's always there. Yeah. And so you said, even when I'm conscious, repeat what you said about that. You were saying how those thoughts were already there when I was saying that the thoughts, they seem to be flooding in. Right. And I'm asking, like leading up to that, you know, there are moments when I feel like I'm really connected what with is God. That because feeling? I'm in the present. I'm just, I'm aware of what I'm doing. If it's putting away the dishes or vacuuming or whatever it is right. I'm doing, I'm there. I'm, I'm experiencing that moment. I'm not drifting off. And then I go into the silent prayer and all of a sudden these random thoughts, like creative ideas <laughs> even about like things that I had never thought of pertaining to my business that, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. And I suddenly want to get up and jot it down in my journal and then go back to the silent prayer. Don't do that. It's you do crazy. That? No. Oh, good. No. Don't do that. When you're present, do you think about being present? Like, wow, I'm so present right now, putting additions away and all that. Sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes I remind myself to be present. That's fine. But when you think that you're present, you're not present. Mm. When you think you are, you're not. You understand that? And what, what do you understand about that? Well, I've just, I think I've been noticing, just in agreement with what we're all talking about, like doing the dishes, for example, <laughs> where I can, I don't know, this week has been so crazy where I feel like I'm like, I am literally not thinking about anything. And I, th I think there's a part of me that's like, wait, I'm not thinking. And I'm like, let me think about doing the dishes. My mind is, you know, like, I, it's like I start talking to myself or telling myself or allow those thoughts to remind me, like, 
I'm standing here in the kitchen, bending over, doing the dishes. You know what I mean? Where it's like there wasn't anything happening other than an activity. Yeah. And then I had to make something happen for my mind or whatever. I don't, I, I know I'm slightly speaking a, like, you do a <laughs> I don't fine. know. I don't know how I even sound, no, but like, I, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you just and then I'm like, well, I'm thinking again. You doubt what you're saying. Pardon me? You just had a thought come in. Right. And it said, <laughs> yeah. you sound crazy right this, now. I know. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, this <laughs> is all wild it. to me. Right. So exactly, <laughs> I get it. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, yeah, it's almost like I'm not conditioned because of what you're saying. I've been sitting with rapid thoughts for so many decades that in the moment of peace, of just being still, doing the dishes. Right. There's like a, a knee-jerk training of like, wait, let me let me remind myself that I'm present doing the dishes rather than just... It's uncomfortable because it's so new. I nice. Guess it's better It'll grow. Don't right, worry about right. it. Uh, to add to what you're saying is um, the de- the devil... De- oh, did you have your head about this, Frankie? Okay. Yes. This is so important. This is so... If you want to have a fun life, work on yourself. Really? Yes. So one thing I noticed about that situation uh, is... Uh, um, Speaking from the chest... The chest. Yeah, speaking to the mic. The ego never stops. And the, the ego, um, and, until you're, you're, you're willing to let it die, and which I've not done that yet, um, it, you know, it can increase. You know? And what I mean by that is that uh, there's going to be more thoughts and more temptation. Cause, uh, Do you have thoughts while you're present? No. You don't? I don't. Oh, okay. I, you know, when, and whenever I'm present, it is, it's the most peaceful, calm, relaxing place in the world to be. And, uh, and then a minute later, I've got to go, uh, you know, wash the dishes. And so I get up and I say, oh, my goodness. You know, I was, I've been caught away. And so I... Well, when you have the thought of I got to go wash the dishes, that's not a big deal. That's just a practical thought of something you got to do because once you do the dishes, you don't need to think about the dishes anymore. I'm talking about this illusion of, of the lies that he tells us, but not the practical things. Right. So anyway, so that for that, when I'm present, and then I, I noticed my ego. I mean, there's 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 no end to the new ideas and the new thoughts that come, and the or the remembrance of things in the past and the ego. Um, wants to keep that alive because it wants to be next to Satan. So, um, um, I mean, stillness is still the key and not to be tricked because it's a trick to try to pull you away. You know, they're trying to fool you, trying to tempt you, to seduce you. That's what your thoughts, your imagination, ego is trying to do. Take you away from the presence of God. Yes, you had your hair? Did I see your hair? Uh, I'm sorry? When you're present, you know how when you read the Bible and you learn the scriptures and Satan is constantly reminding you of the scripture, 1 John chapter 8, jump off the bridge, kind of thing, whatever it is. And you go, the Lord told me to jump off the bridge. Um, When you're present, Satan will tell you, you, I'm present. 
just know that's a thought. It's from the devil. Just let it pass. All right? Because he will try to remind you that you are present. But if you go along with him, then you're not present. He'll take you away from that present. But eventually, he will start to disappear. It gets further and further because the light, which is the nature of God, will destroy the darkness. Darkness has no power at all. The feelings that you get, whether good feeling or bad feeling, is all an illusion. It's not real. And it comes from the darkness. And it's just here in the body. It's not in you. It's really not in you. Yes, Bill. Bill always has a good question about this. Hear it. Um, I was just going to say that um, the, the thing that you're actually saying is people need to be alone. They're not really alone. Yeah. They're always talking to themselves. It's like they always have their own company, and they're not even aware of it. That is deep. Even when you're physically by yourself, you're still with someone because you communicate with the devil. You can't stand to be alone. So you make the devil your friend. Have you noticed that? You may not call up Sally Sue, but you'll call upon the devil. You got to be literally alone with no help from the outside or the inside of the darkness at all. And it's not going to work any other way. Yes, Nick? So is being, because I know, okay, is being, I guess I'll just ask a question. Is being present just realizing you're not present? Because I know that when I notice I'm not, I like, I feel like I come out of like, like water. Like I was like in the water and I like suddenly above it. I'm like, oh, I wasn't present. But then right away, yeah. I'll even then just thoughts will try and take me away from that. Absolutely. Being present is realizing that you're not present. That you're either with thoughts or you're, th- you're with thoughts, really. If you would let go of thoughts, you can't help but be present. There are so many things you will not do if you're not with thoughts. You won't waste your time. You won't waste your money. You won't waste your up all night trying to party, have fun. You won't waste your time. You won't be crying at a funeral about nothing, pretending that you're sad. <clears throat> we really don't care that the person dead. You really, you won't be into any of those things. You will have an amazing life. In the present, I'm telling you the reason that God wants us to be still. Will you pull up First John for me? Um, 412. The reason that God wants you to stop so the truth, he, the truth, can catch up with you. But you keep racing from the, from the truth. A friend of mine lost his cell Somebody stole his cell phone <clears throat> at some gym he was going to. And he said that this is the best time of his life because he was always on the phone reading some news story or reading some comments on Facebook or somewhere, right? He will always finds something to be on. And now he doesn't have his phone. He doesn't remember anybody's number or anything. And it makes him realize how he's just been busy on the phone about unimportant stuff. You don't have to read everything on the, on the YouTube thing. And I see people walking on the road, on the buses, 
everywhere, just always, what you're looking for in the phone. Just think about it, that's a drug. And a lot of that stuff, you don't even know if it's true or not. Because now they have the animation thing that they use. We just call that IAG. Yeah, like AI deepfakes. AI deepfakes, all kind of stuff now. So you don't even know what's real anymore. And the government lied to us about everything. The government never tell us the truth. So how are you going to trust the computer if you can't even trust the government? you got to really take the pain of not having anything out here to rely on. Nobody, no thing. In your marriages, when it starts fighting, and you will, just take a moment. Why am I fighting? What am I fighting for? Is it because she or, or in the case of the husband, don't love me anymore? Are they not giving me the same attention that I had before? Are they not this or that? It's something you wanted, and that person's not doing it anymore. And instead of trying to make the person give you that fate, whatever it was when you got married, you need to feel like, what's wrong with me that I'm not getting what I want, that I'm willing to fight over, argue about it? Because all of our issues, all of them, is never somebody else. It's always us. You have never had one problem in your life and it was someone else's fault. Y'all don't believe that? Really, just smoke about it. Well, no no real smoke. (laughs) Think about it, smoke. So you've been on earth. You have never had a problem. No one has ever caused you a problem. You have never created a problem, but what the issue was is the way you thought about it. It's what you think about it. The moment a situation happens, the first thing you do is run into thoughts. Oh, this is scary. Oh, this is, that's not right. Oh, this or that. If you didn't go into thought about it, it would be nothing. Isn't that amazing? If you didn't go into thought, when God said get rid of the imagination, he meant every bit of it because it's all of the devil. It's all of darkness. There was a guy that called my show, and he meant well. He was like, you're not emotional. You don't feel anything. You're like a robot. You don't. And I'm like, well, what good has it done you to feel something. And what do you do when the good feeling disappears? Well, we'll, well, I don't know exactly everything he said, but we're human. We're so, you're not supposed to be feeling anything. And the world is going to think that you're cold. <laughs> Excuse me. When you don't feel something, but what they're really telling you, come back into the hell that I'm in. How dare you not be a part of my hell? How are you going to stand there and overcome and I'm going through hell? That's the same thing the devil tells you in your mind, too. You can relate to that. Yeah, I saw a lot of that this week. I've, um, fortunately or unfortunately, I freelance so I can spend a lot of time at my house or I can spend my time around hundreds of people. And this week was just 
for whatever reason, I was around a lot of people, and that was like, I was like, this is going to be really interesting, <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's really different to be working on this when I'm at home and I'm in a familiar place. But, but I noticed that talking to a lot of different people, probably not worded the way that you're explaining it, but I, it was like, I was like, wow, this is interesting, because, and it's not even making anybody wrong, Right or me make, making myself right. It was like, this is an interesting thing because something happened to make me last week where like I woke up completely in a you know like I just had that um, that wake up call last week. Yeah. So words were just sounding different, and I realized just like the normal banter of like having a coffee and sitting and chit chat of just remembering something that happened or, you know, the gossip. I don't even want to use the word gossip because it wasn't even that, but it was like, you know, you just, people want start giving their opinions and then you have feelings and then, you know, and I found myself getting emotional about something that happened six months ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was like, wow, this is, this is a different experience because if I sit back and observe this whole thing, then, Am I even having a conversation? Like, how do I, you know what I mean? Like, I just started looking at this thing, like, how do I talk to people? Because I feel like the words that I want to use are actually even shifting. And I'm like, I'm like, absolutely not. But again, I'm not like, I'm really wearing this like a loose garment in the sense that I'm like, I'm not going to make myself rigid or like I said, just I'm right, you're wrong. All these people are stupid. They don't know. And I know it like, I'm really like just being with it and just observing like wow I left that conversation feeling like heated I need some water and also this is just like how everybody talks so like what you were saying like out in the world like that is of the world like come sit in this cozy hell of pain misery uncomfortability gossip you know to you know, you leave this conversation feeling really, really bad. And then you can go read a book about how to get better. And here's my therapist number. You know what I mean? And then you're like, now you're off on this road, but it's the same hell that you were in. That's right. You know what I mean? So read I'm just book, like. ain't going to make you better. Yeah. No therapist can make you better. So here's what's happening. You're overcoming the world, right? So when you do find yourself in conversation with people at a party, at a church or wherever they go, you're going to see, wow, I can't believe I used to have dumb conversations like this with no meanings. We used to say a lot, but no meanings, right? You're not going to be interested in that anymore. It's going to naturally, you overcome the world, so it's going to naturally change. So if there's nothing to say, don't say anything. Don't let them force you to say something if you don't have anything to say. You don't have to. You can sit there and literally watch what you go the thoughts and how you feeling about it and all that. Just watch that without doing anything, and you'll overcome it. You don't have to participate in it. I'm, I'm As a matter of fact, <clears throat> it'll be fun to watch yourself in the same group and not participating, and watch how uncomfortable they become because they're like, "You're not saying anything. What's wrong? You yeah. just." And the moment you say something, yeah. they get mad because you say something that doesn't agree with them anymore. 
Right. Yeah. I'm I'm laughing because I like I love to talk and be expressive, and I'm really <laughs> like, wow. Well, maybe I'm actually a really quiet person. Like that's really funny to consider because you, you know, know your your fun talk <laughs> that you had and love to do it was all ego. Right. I can. Because yeah. You I felt can so see that. Yeah. Oh, everybody love being around Carolyn. She's so funny. She has a lot to say. And so you're going to build yourself up with a lot to say, but a lot of nothing. Yeah. And, you th- and then they'll make you feel wonderful and nice, but they're really thinking, well, I wish he'd be quiet a little bit. They, yeah, they, no, I get they that. They just I won't tell yeah. you that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you leader feel like the life of the party. Yeah. It's yeah. all ego. So yeah. the real you is coming forward as a not you is disappearing. This is really interesting. This is like just... Mind it's blowing, mind blowing, like you huh? said, yeah. Just think about this. You know, I was telling Hate this the other day. Just think about it. It's only thoughts. We don't have any issues. We have never had any issues in our whole life. It's been about what we thought about it. It's I'm, never been anything other than that because the thoughts bring on the feelings and we identify with that. And we've been thinking, oh, we could have been having a good life forever. But it's what we've been thinking. Yes. I do have a question regarding the word think. Like now that I'm like really looking at all thoughts or all lies all the time and I'm practicing that out loud, observing and all of that, when I go to speak or what, even when I hear the word think, it's like I'm so aware of that word that I... And even or just like, you know, looking at like a, a picture objectively and like, do I like this or not? You know, that I'm like, well, now I'm thinking to, or, oh, or, or whatever. Or even you ask me a question, and it's like, think about it. And it's like, well, that makes sense. Think about it. But I'm like, I'm getting really, like, I'm, I'm holding on to this word think. And, it, and, and I think also in some way, I'm like, well, I'm just not going to think at all. You know? Yeah, your first mistake. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> driving down the freeway, and I'm, I've been missing a lot of exits this week. You know what I mean? I'm nice. like, now I'm like aloof you know what i mean so now i'm and i don't i don't know but your first mistake (laughs) is to hold on to the word don't hold on to the word think anything don't hold on to anything like when lee j was doing her music just now and i'm sitting here listening to her singing and playing and the song i'm like wow that's really nice that's what i'm thinking this this young lady can really sing and then that's why i asked did she write her own music um because it's real talented right but when I had that conversation, I'm done with it. I'm not going to live by that. And like the song is over, I don't have to go home and wonder, oh, I wonder how she did that. Oh, Lord, why can't I do that? And blah, blah, blah. It just, we had a conversation. I thought about what she was doing. But you could do that in consciousness. And you're not identified with it. So when it's over, it's over. You could enjoy good music in consciousness and not get a all this feeling, and you feel something, but it's not like your identity anymore. And so you can enjoy it. And, and, and when it's over, it's over. You know what I'm saying? I do hear what you're saying. To the I mic. do hear what you're saying. I guess I just need to, I'm just going to keep going back to, to the gym. I know I need to relax. And let yourself, <laughs> let the light grow yeah. you away from the darkness, yeah. not you. Don't get hung up with the words. Don't try to make anything happen. Um, and, just, and you'll start seeing the thoughts. Believe me, if you stay with it and don't put yourself into it, 
you will see the thought. You'll grow in the light, and you'll catch the thoughts just like that. All you, right. you really will. The light will shine on them. The light is life. The light is the truth. And it will shine on the, on the darkness because it will destroy the darkness. There's nothing you need to be doing but sitting still and watching. Right. When you're at the gym, don't get so caught up with the weights that you go unconscious. You could be aware of yourself pushing weights or whatever you're doing. And have fun doing it. <clears throat> that make sense? That does. That does. So don't get caught up with the word. Just be aware of the of the words, that's all. They're coming out of imagination. Relax. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Relax is a good <laughs> word for today. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. And then I want you to read that for me. <laughs> so, so stop having conversation, with, like Bill said, when you're by yourself, if you're having conversation with the devil, the imagination, you're not by yourself. Okay. Those, yes. So one thing I noticed about myself, uh, this week uh, I'm working pretty pretty hard on some projects I got. I mean, very physical, demanding work. And uh, what I noticed is uh, I was kind of overdoing it in a lot of ways, doing, you know, working hard, uh, where I was tired, fatigued, and hungry. It's very, very dangerous. Uh, you're doing construction work, that's where you get hurt. That's where you get injured. And so I've got some small injuries because you, you lose presence. You're not aware where you're at. You're swinging a hammer. You're and you, so you get hurt. Um, and it also happened, uh, I noticed I was driving on the freeway, you know, tired, hungry, uh, not drunk. And you, you kind of lose consciousness a little bit you know, at 60 miles an hour, and at night is very, very dangerous. I mean, I came close. I was driving on the, you know, the drunk bumps, the lines, and they kind of woke me up, bought me back presents. And so uh, that's one trick. You think you can, your ego tells you you can go ahead and work hard, work till you're hungry, work till you're tired, and then that's when you're, you're physically, mentally weak, and that's when he can get you to, so if you know that to be true, why do you keep doing it over and over again? Then? Well, I'm telling you, this happened to me, and I because you've been saying it for a couple of weeks now how hard you've been working. No, no, how this hasn't happened. Rough and been tired. It hasn't. So it are you going to cut out putting all this? How hard? Absolutely. And hey, yeah. rest, sleep, eat. Because there's a balance for everything. That's right. Everything should be done in moderation. Right. So that just happened to me recently. I mean, you know, two days ago. Uh, and okay. Didn't know that. Nice. First um, John four twelve. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and His love is perfected in us. Nice. Repeat that again a little louder. No man, hath, no man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. You got to have the love to do this work for you. You got to let go of the hate, the anger. Really. You really, 
This is not going to work as long as you have anger. When you, have, when you are free of anger, and anger is a spirit of darkness that can be taken away from you. It will be taken away and replaced with love. And love will complete everything. But you can't, you're not going to do it. The world will defeat you if you have anger. Inside of you and outside of you. It will destroy you. Anger is evil. Anger is the nature of the devil. Anger is what the world is, is destroying each other with, meaning the people of the world. All angry people have no peace. They're on an ego trip. They get life <clears throat> out of hurting you and themselves. You're not going to be able to do this unless you overcome anger. You will not be drawn into the kingdom of God with anger. It ain't going to happen. You got to let the anger go. When you overcome anger, you conquer the world. You can live in this world and not be bothered. I'm watching this movie that Hassan recommended. <clears throat> and um, what's it called? The Chosen. Yeah, yeah, Chosen. And you can see Jesus just living his life in the world, unmoved. He's unmoved. He doesn't even respond to the devil. When you have perfect love, you don't respond to the devil. All the fights we're in, everything would disappear. Inside of you and outside of you with others. And you just live your life giving no room to the devil. Give no thoughts to the devil. Anger is your enemy. It's not your friend. And don't let anyone tell you, well, Jesus was anger. They're lying to you. And they're basing it on how they feel. I become a Christian, but I still have anger. So Jesus must have it. Now I understand they're still operating in the darkness of the imagination. And they're comparing Jesus to them, to thoughts. Yes, sir. Did I see your hand? Oh, I saw here. There you are, right? Okay, then right here. Yeah, Jesse, I wanted to ask, um, you were talking about, like, calling people, um, I guess, to find something to do, even though you hate the people yeah. or hate the person. <laughs> um, so I, I've i done that before, of course, yeah. and um, I don't do it as much um, anymore. But I find that people are calling me uh, a lot. Yeah. And um, it's hard to, it's difficult to have uh, conversations with people because most of the time, or almost all the time, is like a they're extracting. They want you to feed their ego. Yes. And it's and I find myself like, am I going to be talking to anybody? You know, it's like it seems like I probably won't be talking to anybody much, or <laughs> I'm going to say something wrong or to them. I might point it out like, hey, you're calling me for me to make you feel a certain way. Right. And um, they're going to get mad. You know what I mean? So how do you deal, like, how Good do you deal question. with that? A perfect question. How do you deal with something like that? In the past, I would just... Oh, let, okay, let me hear from you. 
in the past I would just I would just take it like for instance my ex-wife she'd just be nagging at me and I would just let her and uh, now that I am um, I'll just walk away I'll just walk away or hang up to just to get away from it yeah don't argue with her yeah. at all never argue again never yeah nice and how would you deal with that <sighs> Completely ignore it and appreciate that um, I'm not feeding their hell. Yeah. Just being, just knowing myself. And to add to it, don't have a plan of how you will or will not deal with it. Have a way to see and deal with it in the moment. The words will come or they may not come. You may be able to walk away from it or not, but when it's happening, watch what you're thinking and feeling about it. Because they are giving you an opportunity to overcome, to see, is this irritating me? Is this this or that? And then you will have the right words to say if you need it. <clears throat> and don't worry about, eventually I'm not going to have anyone to talk to. Those are thoughts too. All thoughts are all lies all the time. Because when God wakes you up, he's just not going to let your light just sit on a, on a tree somewhere. You have a world that you're living in, and your light going to shine amongst the world, right? So you'll have somebody to talk to. It'll just be the right kind of talk coming from you. Coming from me. Yeah. It'll be the right kind of talk coming from you. Because the light is of the world. And so you have your job, you hang out, you do whatever you do. So you're always running into people. Or somebody, you know. But so don't, don't let that be a thought at all. Okay, that really, I'm, I'm going to smoke on that. You said uh, it'll be coming from me, so that. Yes. Yeah, okay, thank you. And then when people come to you with dumb talk, worldly talk, you're going to see perfectly how to deal with that. And that's part of working on yourself. When you're with someone and they're talking dumb talk, if you can't find anything, nothing come to say, Watch what you're feeling and thinking about it. Watch what thoughts are coming about it. Because that's your opportunity to overcome the thoughts again and emotion. And then the next time you're in a situation, you feel nothing about it. So it's always offering you an opportunity to see what's going on inside of you. Amazing, huh? Does that help? It does. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, I just have a question about, um, okay, so we talk a lot about anger. I would say that for myself, um, sadness is more of the, like, the negative emotion that can get in the way of, like, yeah, just my life. Right. Um, and I find, like, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, is it really possible to get rid of like these emotions, I, I feel like it's like your shadow. It's speak up a little bit. It's like your shadow. It's still there. Yeah. And I mean, there might be times where, you know, the sun is hitting me, so I don't necessarily have a shadow. But then, if I move this way or that way, or the sun moves, then my shadow is. Right now, you have to realize you're overcoming darkness. So this sadness and all the emotional stuff is darkness. Right? And so when it does happen now, just watch it 
instead of identify with it. Don't say, oh, I'm having all this sadness. I'm having all this emotions because you are claiming it as you, which means you identify with it. Either know that that's not me or say nothing but watch it. And it'll disappear. It's not you. So don't put a, <clears throat> don't attach yourself to it. You're overcoming it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so because we, we've been in a fallen state so long, and the world has such a grip on us, we, until you get serious about this, you're still going to find yourself identifying with some of that stuff. But don't judge yourself. Just notice it. Oh, I feel sad. My dog died. Or, that's not me. And just let it pass through. Let it, it'll pass through you, or you'll go through it, and it'll be over. All right? It's, and then look at the thoughts about it. Can, can I add something? Yes. Um, so we were talking about the pets, right? Like our pets loving us. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it, like, I was reflecting on it this week, and it's also that people, like, we want to love something. Yeah. And it's so much easier to love a pet than a person <laughs> because your pets don't talk back. They, you know, they're not vegan or whatever. Maybe some are. But you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like you could take your pet to the park or at the beach or you, this place. You control the pet. It, it, there is a, that control, um, but there is that, like, there's this energy inside of all, or at least for me, I feel right. like there's this energy in me, and it needs to go somewhere. And, uh, like, right, I feel, it needs to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it needs to go, because it's a false energy. There's a natural energy that comes from God, and only God has love. We don't have any love. So that love that you feel for the pet, that's the same love that men and women feel for each other. That's the same love that you feel about a new car, a new house, or that's the same love that all human beings feel in that fallen state. But it's not real love. You don't love your dog and your dog don't love you. Really, it's just a it's just an emotion that comes out of hell, and it got to go somewhere, so you put it on the dog or on the cat. There were people <clears throat> I saw on a TV show, they were in love with skunks. <laughs> so these two ladies sitting there being interviewed, and they were just rubbing the skunk. Oh, the skunk love us. <laughs> and, and twirling the skunk all around. Look, this is so beautiful. And the skunk just got looking and traveling. And they were loving the skunk. And so the person asked, well, how about if the skunk shoot his odor on you? <laughs> well, he has done it several times in my eyes. <laughs> but he loved me. And I love the skunk. And so finally they did something to the skunks to make sure they can't, I guess they did surgery or something, to make sure that a skunk can't do what a skunk naturally does, 
of Scott Nathan shoot out their order for its protection given to it by God. But because they had this phony need of love and the phony given of love, they destroyed the Scott's natural ability to survive in the wild. And they call that love. What do you think about that? I mean, it sounds really smelly, but I mean, it just, it also makes sense that we as humans, like, we want to attach our emotions to like a physical form, like a person or a pet, so that our our energy is like, yeah, attached. That ego love is not free. If you don't give me back ego love, I'm not giving you ego love. And that's what you're doing with the animal, to the point that it... They want this animal to love them so badly. Just think about it. They destroy the animal natural thing out of fake love. And now the animals can never live outside again because they can't protect themselves. Their weapon has been taken away from them by ego women who wanted fake love. You going to love me and you stand. Just think about that, though. Just... And people are doing this to animals and calling it love. The animal, when God made the animal, they live on instinct, so they are made to be in the wild. Now, they're made for us to enjoy them, but not to destroy them. They have a jacket that shares winter, spring, summer, and fall. They have things that have been given to them to protect themselves from other animals, from the wild. But in your love, you're destroying them. Anybody disagree? I totally want disagreements if it happened. You disagree? No, comment. Oh, okay. Any disagreements? Okay, let me take the disagreement, Frankie, and then I'll come to you. Yes. Like, what if it's that we... Um, Why can't you just enjoy an animal without destroying the animal? Or, like, you know, you can have a drink of Kool-Aid. What is it? Lemonade. Kool-Aid. <laughs> I know. That was good. I don't have to do anything to it. Go ahead. Or what if it's that we are imperfect and it's like loving... Speak up a little bit. Like loving in spite of all of that. What is what now? Like loving people in spite of the fact that we might destroy them or they might destroy us and still like forgiving them and loving them in spite of all of that. You say what about it? Or you asked what I think about like oh. um, like injuring Human beings don't have love. Just think about that. We don't even have love. It's impossible to have love. Men and women don't have love. So if this fake stuff that we think we're loving one another with is all screwed up, why we keep calling it love? It's not love. We don't have love. Love only comes from God. It doesn't come from the darkness. And the love of God is his spirit, his life, his truth, his way is everything. And there's no feeling to it. And so you have an animal, and it'll just be an animal. You enjoy the animal, but you won't love the animal. You won't hate it either. 
and you'll be able to enjoy the animal without destroying the animal. You'll be able to enjoy one another without destroying one another because you have no expectation from anyone. No love expectation, no expectation. And if you have no expectation, no need, how can you hurt someone? You don't need them to be your husband, your wife. You don't need your kids to be your kids. You don't need this or that. How can it hurt you? And how can you hurt it? What do you think about that? I was just thinking about Jesus, like, dying on the cross, and that, yeah, just that he forgave everybody that was hurting him. Yeah, he, he, he just lived his life having nothing against anyone. And no matter who it was, if they needed healing, he didn't judge them. He's like, no, go away. Your, your sin is worse than this person's sin. He just healed him. Get up and walk. He already knew. And you're going to notice too. That's, that's interesting. He knew it wasn't. The healing that they needed was from the devil. Away from the devil. Because the devil affected their bodies and everything. And when you take that spirit away, healing is possible. So he knew it was the devil in them. As you would know, at waking up, that it was the devil in me having me doing all those things and think that way. And you're going to see is other people too, that devil in others, and you won't judge them. Isn't that amazing? You can live peace right here on earth. You don't have to wait to die. What do you think about that? So your love for the cat ain't real love. And, and when you overcome it, just watch it. When, when you walk in the house and the dog run to the door. Oh, 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 glad to see you. Just know this dog don't really love me. This dog just is trained this way. This dog is hungry. This dog probably needs to go to the bathroom. This dog is just acting out. And don't feel like, oh, come on, doggy, I love you too. You're acting like the dogs. You, because you're in a, in a fallen state, your love is animal love. It's an animal state. It's not love at all. When the young man complained about his son, oh, I can't believe my son, not, is he going to wait until after my birthday to forgive me? Is he going to wait until this time to love me? That's animal love. That doesn't even make sense. You don't need your son love. You need God's love from above, from within. But that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying don't have a pet, but the pet don't have love. Your wife don't have love. Your husband don't have love. That's why you fight. If you had love, you would never fight. So have a pet, but don't love the pet. Don't hate the pet. <laughs> that makes sense? Yes, yes ma'am. And then I saw your hand in here. Okay. So I just have a question about love and anger. Right. So the love thing, um, is it possible to remove expectations from the animals and the people and just accept them where they are 
and uh, be present and all of those great things and, and love them at the same time? Can, is that possible? Read 412 again? Yes, ma'am. Because what happened is you're dying from the fake love. And in the fake love, which is the ego, which is of the devil, all that mess is a part of it. You know, I got to feel something. I need something. I got to love you. You got to love me back. I need to tell you I love you. You got to tell me you love me. When the ego is dying, all that disappears too. All expectation, because it's the idea, it's the nature of the devil. It's not of you, and it's not of God. And then you're going to love everybody without even trying. It'll just, it'll like the lights are on. It'll be like that. And it doesn't mean you're going to sell the evil and other as a good. You just won't hate them for it. So if a drag queen come up to you, ooh, I want to dance. Whatever they do. I don't understand drag queen shows. But uh, let's say a drag queen come up. And you'll see this man or woman in drag. I promise you, when you have perfect love, you will have no opinion about it because you will know what's driving that person and that they cannot see. And you will literally, and you will go to dinner with the drag queen and have no opinion about it. Now, and Satan will be trying to give you thought they'll pass, but you will have no opinion because you will know it's not that person. You will know what's driving them. Isn't that amazing? It is, yeah. Can you imagine living that way? I do have a question. Jesus, hold that question. Don't forget it. Jesus had Jesus hung out with everybody. The worst of what we call the worst of the world. He had no opinion about the person. He knew it was the devil in them. So he, just, he was just of love. And that's how he wanted his children to be. Well, we are his brothers and sisters when we were born. But God wanted his children to be that way. He tried to get the light through us in, in order to help save the world. But if we're going to judge the world, how are we going to save it? You must be born again. Go ahead, your second question. I, was, I wanted to know your, thought, your, your perspective on anger in terms of uh, for example, I might be listening to something where um, the topic is on abortion, and there's a debate about that, late-term abortion. And I find myself, since, since you know, discovering you, I find myself getting angry like my ears get hot. That's how I know <laughs> that I'm starting to get to that right. boiling point. Yeah. However, now when I have those moments, I... I know what's happening, and I say they, they, don't, they don't know what they're doing. Yes. Just, they don't know what they're doing. And yep. I just cut it off, and I stop thinking about it altogether. Yes. And everything dissipates. But I do feel that tinge of anger at the outset. Only because you're thinking of that and saying to remind you of the way you used to feel about abortion. You used to judge the people who had the abortions. Thought would come, feeling of anger would come, and you would judge them. But now when those stocks come, let them pass. Okay. And there will be no judgment. You're just overcoming that, that's all. And Satan is tempting you with it, with it to still make you angry, to judge them. But they, don't, they can't see. If these people were able to see, they would never have an abortion. 
They just can't see. There is a, <clears throat> we did this report where Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood is getting these mobile cars or boys and move about things. And they're going to the states where it won't allow abortion in the states. And they're going to the borderlines, according to the report, of these states. And they're telling the women, come on over and have an abortion just cross the borderline. And when I heard that, I'm like, that's interesting. The devil doing everything he can to destroy, to kill the firstborn, to the point they're going to put something together and go to the borders and make sure you have an abortion. But I realized Planned Parenthood can't see. They're motivated by Satan, ego, a false feeling of love and feeling good. And they've been convinced they're doing the right thing, but they're evil. So you can't hate them. And you're going to start seeing that, don't worry. But watch the thoughts when you hear about this stuff in the past. That makes sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. I do have one last little Because you thing can't too. have the feelings without the thoughts. No, that's fine. That's what we are for here. Okay. You can't have the feelings without the thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's all in the thoughts. The feelings come from the thoughts. They're not yours. They have never been yours. They never will be yours. The thoughts or the feeling has never been you. It comes with the darkness of imagination. Okay. Yeah, that all makes sense. Thank you. Um, I have one more um, small question that you just sparked. Um, I remember hearing either on your, your phone state or one of your shows about a woman who had a friend who was a prostitute and the woman no longer wanted to associate with this, this woman. So I understand um, that we are not supposed to be coming from a place of judgment. However, if I have a friend who's, say, murdering people and they want to hang out with me, if I'm not, if I'm not impacting them to turn to the Father, aren't, w- w- would they be impacting me? I mean, how is it okay? How is it okay to... How do you reconcile with that? You Perfect know? question. By not trying to reconcile with it. Perfect love will work itself out. It will work on your behalf. So you would, because everybody you hang out with got something going on anyway, you just don't know it. And so perfect love will work that out inside of you. And if there are words to say to your friend, you will. If you need to stay, you will. If you need to hang out, you will. If not, you, you, you leave, but you will see by perfect love what to do. Don't think about that in advance because it becomes a thought. And then once it becomes a thought, and your friend come, you see your friend like, oh, I, I made so much money prostitute today. And you've already had a thought about it. Now you don't want anything to do with her or you deal with it in the wrong way. It's best to deal with things in the present. Don't plan ahead. Got it. That makes sense? Perfect. Yes, it does. And that's yeah. what the devil, he wanted to divide you by making you think about well, what would happen if this happened? What would happen if that happened? That happened before he keep you divided instead of one. Be one so you can deal with things in the present without planning. Yeah. It's all about the thoughts. All thoughts, all lies. Period. All about the thoughts. Yeah. Well, the thoughts of what Jesse said that 
this and that. Well, what about my prostitute friend? What would I do? How should I do? Uh-uh. Don't plan it. God has a light. You'll be fine. He is a light. Don't plan how you're going to deal with anything. It's a practical thing. Like Francis was talking about building a project, working on a project. But you're not going to live by that. All right? Yeah. It's so easy, folks, but it's the thoughts you got to overcome. Overcome the thoughts. Overcome the anger. You'll overcome the world. Anger is evil. Yes, sir. And then, Frankie. Oh, and I saw your hand too, right? Okay. Oh, you there? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, just two, talking to you. Two, uh, two, two topics. Uh, I just realized uh, why um, in the Bible God orders to kill the people, kill the animals. And the example Noah, he ordered all the people to be, you know, flood. And that's why he had all the animals uh, done away too, because the people loved their animals and kind of perverted them away from God. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's really interesting. And, and then the other part I, I saw in the movie, that this man uh, um, was telling his son, uh, stay away from the lion. And so the father caught the son staring into the eyes of the lion. And uh, uh, he, he said to him, you're not seeing love and affection when you look into his eyes. You're seeing the reflection back into your own eyes. This thing will eat you. Then he took a, 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 a lamb and put it, chained it to the gate, and it was devoured, killed in two seconds. To, an example for the son the son kept saying, this animal loves me. This animal loves me. But it was a total lie. That's how it is with human beings. Human beings don't love you. They will chew you up and spit you out. Human love is evil. Human love is murdering. Human beings do not have love. Well, I have agape love. No, you don't. If you got to say you have agape love, you don't have it. <laughs> they learned that at church. Agape love. I was like, do you have love? Well, it all depends on what kind of love you're talking about. What do you mean? There's agape love, Hutu love, Mama Mia love. Love is just love, which is of God, his nature, his way of living. His light. His natural way of living. This faith love is an unnatural way of living. It's, un, it's not natural. And so what happens when you overcome the anger, that spirit is taken away, you start to grow into the natural way of living. And when the ego dies, that's it. But you're on your way, you're fine. Okay. Right here. You basically just said everything I was going to say. I was going to make a comment about love. And, <clears throat> excuse me. We're, we grow up thinking that love is an emotion. It's affection. And it's not. We've been taught that, too. Yeah, we've been taught that. that is, and I, still, the world, I feel like, thinks that love is an emotion. And it's not an emotion. Yeah. It's like what you just said. It's the light of God. It's a state of being. It's what 
comes out when the darkness is when the light shines in the darkness. Yeah. And um, I think that's why people have such a hard time hearing like, well, you don't have love because they think that it's an emotion and it's not. Yeah, absolutely. If you didn't love them, you would be trying to point them back to the truth. You would be trying to control them. You would be trying to make them think you're smart. You're this, you're that. You're not saying you're smart. You're pointing them to the source the kingdom of heaven within. You're not trying to say, you know what? I love you. Here's my brilliancy. I'm so smart. You're to the source. We are dumb. Every human being that has anger is dumb as a doorknob. <laughs> and they're running around in a little rat thing, machine. And they're living in a circle, getting the same answer over and over and over again. They make one mistake. They meet one person. Oh, that didn't work out. Let me go to my thought and see how I get another person. And the next person they meet, it's the same person. Whoa. And then they go back into thought. Oh, well, let me go to church and get me one. <laughs> he or she is holy. They're in that circle, using the same imagination, getting the same answers, and getting the same result. Thinking they can get a new answer, a new way. It's the same thing. You got to get out of the circle and be on the straight and narrow. It's not in that circle. Uh huh. What do you think about that? I agree. And, and why do you agree? Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. No problem. About the circle thing. Oh, okay. No problem. I saw another. No. Okay. Um, any questions about what we read that verse again for me? Uh, John 4. 12. Have you ever read the Bible before? I have. I have. You know what the Bible is? I do. The Word. The Word. No, I'm playing. God. <laughs> the sword. Go ahead. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. You, let him take the spirit of anger away, then you will know him. Especially when he destroys the ego, you will know him. But along the way of overcoming the ego, you will know him. You won't just have faith in him. People who have faith in him don't believe in him. They believe in the intellect about him. You want to know him. You want to know the Father, and the Father know you. Faith is just intellectual knowledge. That's why nothing works. <laughs> what the? What? It's just fun. I, I, I hear that. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, I've just never, I've never heard that, and that, made complete sense so it's kind of funny and the reason you <laughs> recognize it because it's already in you yeah. that's why I'm pointing you back to the source and the source is bringing all things to your remembrance because you already know the truth no human being can make you see the truth but we can point once we wake up <clears throat> we can point you back to the source within that's why God said let no one teach you because we already know the truth. Mm 
And the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. He really will, but you got to trust him and not grieve him. But 99.9% of people trust the intellect. They trust the devil. Isn't that amazing? It is. It's the thoughts, folks. It is. Let the thoughts go. Bring every thought into captivity. Every imagination. It goes beyond, oh, I just hate my mama. I hate my daddy. It go, that's the beginning of waking up. That's the beginning of forgiving so you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. And the rest will start to happen. But stay with it. Stay with it. Did you have your hand? Yeah. Okay. And James, did I see your hand? Yeah. All right. Oh, I was just, um, the Bible verse reminds me of um, when Mother Teresa said, like, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Because it is hard to love our families. Like, they yeah. see us 360. Like, from, you know, they see our anger and our sadness and, and like, just, like, you talking about forgiveness and forgiving our parents is so powerful because they're... Definitely been times where I didn't even realize that I was holding on to yeah. experiences and memories that I that like were flooding into <laughs> the present moment and then and, and it affects your relationship with people in the present moment when right. it was, should have been dealt with then. Or forgiven, I guess. Amazing. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Overcome the world. I um uh, you remind me of something, then I take hake. I put it this way so y'all don't know who it is. So I was talking to a family member, and they were asking me questions about things. And I was giving them what I saw to be true. And then they got mad at me. They're like, you, you like, you judging. I'm like, no, I'm not. You asked me, I'm just telling you. You are the only one in the world like that. Ain't nobody else. Won't you be like everybody else? Ain't nobody else. Don't nobody else give answers like that. They got like really mad. Uh, you ain't like nobody else like that. They got literally mad because I'm always trying to push them back on themselves. Look at yourself. You're thinking on the wrong things. But they didn't like that. And the world going to hate you for it. They really will. Your family members, but you're going to love them by not hating them. And you're going to understand they just can't see. And you're not going to be trying to prove anything. You're not going to be trying to prove that you're smart, that you're wise, and that you're anything. You're just being yourself. You're being you, finally. You're finally being you. So when you're out and about, watch how you grin when you really don't want to. Or when you agree with something that you really don't want to. Or the lady at the bank or the guy at the bank look at you in a mean way. And you can't wait to get out of that bank. You wanted to ask for an envelope to put your money in, but you were scared. You wanted to say no you wanted to say yes when you really wanted to say no. You said yes, when, but you say yes because this person looking at you like, I ain't got time for you. 
You're in my way. That's their problem, not yours. And you stand still shaking and get the job finished. And you'll grow. Watch you. Yesterday, real fast, I'm looking at the clock. I got five minutes. A couple of uh, super chat questions. Yes. One from Obama Ben Diesel. How do we resist temptation? By resisting thoughts. I'm telling you, the devil tempts you through thoughts. That's the only way you're going to be able to resist it. Resist the thoughts. It's in the thoughts. It's crazy that it's in the thoughts. But it is. So resist the thoughts, you resist temptation. And then another uh, super chat from Quentin Motte. When Jesus says, go out into the world and be my disciples or make disciples, is that something we wait to happen naturally? Yes. We, uh, perfect love will work on you. It will work on you. And so when he said it, he didn't mean go read the Bible, not go out there and start preaching. You have no idea what you're talking about. That's intellectual. <coughs> Excuse me. When you come to the light, you would not, like I was saying to the young man there, you, you have a world that you live in. You have your friends, you have your family, you have the people at the grocery market, you know people at work, you know people. You have an environment. Your light will shine in that environment. And it will go from one thing to another to another. So yes, don't run out and do it. It'll be given unto you. It'll be perfect. Thank you. That's it? Yeah. Okay. That last word, I saw your hand, right? Last quick word. It was about what he said about temptation. Right. Something you said today that actually helped me was, you don't need to feel anything. Right. Like, that's not something new that you said, but just putting it that way is like, I realize all my temptations are because I want to feel something. Yes. And every time going forward now when I feel temptation, I'll realize, like, I don't need to feel that. You don't. So... And when you, if you resist the thoughts, you go res- the feeling won't happen. You cannot have the good feeling or the bad feeling or the sexual feeling or those kind of feelings unless you have the thought first. That's all where you get it. So when you resist the devil, you resist everything about the devil. You can only have those feelings when you have the thoughts. It's all in the darkness of the thoughts, the imagination. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. And the thoughts are of the devil. And when you give in to the thought, you worship the devil. You worship, he's your idol. Your thoughts are your idol. Your feelings are your idols. You worship the devil. Last word, we're about to end. Any questions or comment about anything you heard? No. Any disagreements? Was this helpful? Yes. In what way? A little way that was helpful. I've been, uh, every Sunday, been trying to find a church to go to, and everyone I've gone to in the past couple months, I haven't felt comfortable. And then when I found out about Bond and how close it is to me, it's like, I said, I got to I gotta check this out. So I'm really, I'm really introverted and shy, so I'm very uncomfortable speaking in public. Good. You need to face it then. That's right. You need yeah. to go through the storm of that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't I have no, hide I have in no it. anger, 
no more anger, but I, I do still have um, that shyness, that social anxiety. Yeah. So when it comes, notice that the thoughts came first about it. For example, oh, you're about to speak in public. And then everybody's looking. And you start looking around as you were looking. And then you start looking for certain words to say or not to say. But if you relax in it and speak anyway and go through it, it'll be over. It's a setup. It's a lie. You know something? It's in the thought. Well, I'm glad you came, man. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Brand new biblical question. Brand new biblical question. Let me ask this first, then I'll tell you what the question is. How many of you, how many of you, and be honest, take sides? <laughs> nice. Thank you for your honesty. Nice. Y'all don't want to tell the truth? Nice. <laughs> nice. Can I get another witness? Nice. Nice. Everybody. Everybody take sides. Why do you take sides? That's my biblical question. Why do you take sides? But I, I said I don't take sides. Oh, so you don't. Okay. No. <laughs> hate gave. Oh, that was a hate. That was someone else gave me that. Nick, why do you take sides? Because um, uh, I think one side is right. <laughs> <laughs> that was somebody else told me the other day. <laughs> I'm like, why do you take sides? Because I think one side is right. Why do you take sides? My, my ego gets sucked into it, and, uh, you know, I like the Lakers. And they are the best. And that's why I picked the, that side, you know, the, the best Amazing. team. And the Dodgers. Why do you take sides? And then we got to end. Because I think I know what's right. Because you think you know what's right. Yeah. That is the biblical question. Why do you take sides? That's an amazing question. And so, in closing... Do the silent prayer. Be still so you can let go. You can be all in without any effort to fight this darkness on your own. You can't fight it. You can't beat it. You really can't. So do the silent prayer morning and night and during the day. Bring your mind back to your body or, you know, come back to your body so you'll be present. Um, Become your own man or your own woman. Don't be afraid to be by yourself. Even when you're by yourself, don't associate with the devil. Stop communicating with the thoughts because when you do, you're communicating with the devil. Really, you are. Just think about that, all right? And uh, why do you take sides? That's the biblical question. Thank you all for your time and offer your support. I absolutely appreciate it. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, we'll be back on the air tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate it. Amazing.